Welcome to the Aspieland Podcast. I'm your host, John Allen. Come with me on an adventure into the world of autism spectrum disorder. Everyone is welcome here, whether you have the disorder or you're interested in learning more about it. We're here to help you understand, share, and relate. We're just about to get started, so come on in. Greetings and welcome. I'm your host, John Allen, and this is Aspieland, a place where both those of us on the spectrum and neurotypicals alike can gain commonality through discovery and understanding. If you're new to the podcast, please know that you're very special, no matter where you come from, and that you're in a place of acceptance. If you're someone with autism spectrum disorder or Asperger's syndrome, this podcast is for you. It's a place where you can learn about yourself and your feeling. I want to help you understand and function in the neurotypical world. And for those of you who are neurotypical, by the way, I'm not going to leave you out because this podcast is for you as well. I want to help you come see that those of us who are on the autism spectrum are simply different. We have the same feelings and needs as anyone else. The idea is to come together and accept one another. We do that by looking at life through each other's eyes. And my lovely wife is with me today. Hi everyone, how are you? It's good to be back. It's We've been gone a little minute. Yeah, we have. We had some medical issues that we had to take care of. And yes, and we will give a medical update at the end of this program. We yeah, are going yeah. to talk about masking in a neurodiverse relationship. Yes, and it occurs a lot, and it is something that uh, those of us on the spectrum do automatically. And we need to be more cognizant of what we are doing because sometimes that language doesn't go across real well. Right. Well, John did a program previously. Yeah, living in the mat, living behind the mask. Living That's behind what. the mask. So it would be beneficial if you haven't heard that one to go back and listen to it. Yes, it's just two weeks behind this because uh, we did an encore presentation. Actually, a few months ago, but two weeks behind this. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it aired two weeks behind this. <laughs> yes, that's, exactly. That's yeah. the whole idea. Yeah, right, that's right. True. And technically, this is our new season yes, for the new year. Yes, we are now in season three, and we are starting over, and we promise to try to get these out a little more often, uh, but sometimes my medical condition and my chemotherapy get in the way so you'll have well, to forgive us when that happens but we'll try to get them out quickly as many as we can okay Alrighty, no pressure yeah anyway john do you want to give a quick little definition of what masking yes, is? yes masking is basically hiding yourself behind a mask so that people don't see the real you and what does that look like what what does that mask look like pray tell well it's kind of like um if you're stranded in a jungle in the middle of nowhere and you've got animals all around and, and uh, there might be a scant person or two on the inhabited island, but you can't communicate with them, nor can they with you, so what are you going to do? Well, you're going to begin to adapt to the island. You're going to change the way you look, the way you act, and the way you try to talk and communicate with others around you. And it's a way of trying to fit in. Yes. So it's, it's yeah. the nature of trying to fit in. It's a strategy 
that it's a survival strategy, to mm-hmm. be honest. Okay. And like uh, a social survival. Yes, it's a social survival strategy. It's so that you can survive the conversation or the situation that you're in, and you do it by masking, thinking that the right. mask will help you. Right. And most times it does not. Okay, so that we we have that definition. Examples of masking would be helpful. Like, what are some things that are done during masking? Well, let's say you're in a group of people and you're approaching them. because You don't really know these people, but you'd like to get to know them and you would like them to get to know you. And you might feel a bit off, a little klutzy, you know, nervous. And that's, what, and that's understandable. And sometimes we start saying things we think are funny okay. to interject into the conversation or... We'll recall a line from a movie or a cartoon or something, and we'll repeat that line thinking that it's in context when it probably is not. Okay. And okay. that may cause some quizzical looks from the people who are around you. Mm-hmm. So can it sometimes come across as like imitating maybe those in the, who you're with or in the group I feel like masking can be something any of us do, whether we're neurotypical or on the spectrum. I think sometimes we do learn certain survival, quote, or quote, unquote, survival strategies in various situations. Maybe we act a certain way with a certain group and a different way with a different group. In our relationship, when John and I first started to date and he still does this <laughs> and i mean masking doesn't always just magically disappear no but it uh it and it isn't all bad <laughs> in all situations we did have a couple of situations uh, more than once when you were in the hospital having to deal with certain things that uh, your form of masking uh one of your main ones is doing impersonations yes and when we were first dating John does all sorts of impersonations of different characters and actors and, you know, famous people and and some cartoon voices and that. And it was very funny. You know, I thought it was really cute and until it wasn't. And I think we had um, a lot of different situations where we would go into a group of other people or friends and it was comfortable for you because... In your growing up years, you often had to do this to survive at a, say, a party or somebody's house or something. Yes, yes, exactly. And it it does, people are laughing, but they're not getting to know you. You're the character and not not John. Yes. And that becomes an issue with masking because for those of us on the spectrum, the mask can actually become you. mm -hmm. And you can become the mask. And that's a double-edged sword, you have to be careful because you can get lost. Your own true personality can get lost behind this mask you're using because you're using it so often Mm -hmm. um, because you're trying to get along with others so they'll like you so you won't be lonesome. Right. But the problem is you kind of dug yourself a hole. Well, it like builds a wall, actually, eventually, because then there's no depth to what is happening. And I think that's what happened in our, uh, definitely, I can see where that happened in our marriage, 
is it was it was cute for a really long time you know it was kind of fun and i would even say well i'm not sure who i'm married to because there were so many yes. you know voices or so many other <laughs> that weren't in my head there were so many other people in the room <laughs> right that, exactly yeah. depending on the situation and that was you know help helping you to be comfortable oh shoot uh so it that became difficult and Wanting to also, they call it, there's also something too, I think it comes up, is um, sometimes repeating back phrases. That's also a way of masking. Sometimes uh, absorbing what's happening in the situation with um, people's mannerisms or inflections, and then you 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 adopt that. You adopt them in order to become like them. Right. Those are also, it's a survival technique. Absolutely. You're trying to survive. Yes. And you're feeling a little desperate, so yes. you reach out and look for whatever you can. Right, um, right. And that can be a, a problem. There's... Well, it is. It is a problem because eventually, if you are going to have a real relationship with a real person yeah, you that goes to... beyond yes. this, is that you have to be able to open up. And drop the mask. Right, drop the mask. And be who you are if you know who that is. because, (laughs) and that as long as it doesn't get lost and you know know. who you are. Right. And you can say things like, I'm not comfortable with that or I I don't like that or something. Instead of trying to be, because most masking is trying to be uplifting and not negative, like I don't like that or Mm -hmm. I don't appreciate that. Mm -hmm. That you won't say in a mask. You'll say something happy. To try to deflect it yes. away from you, mm-hmm. and that doesn't exactly work all the time. Mm-hmm. And even if it does work, you can't keep it up for very long because masking takes a lot of energy yes. to do because you have to constantly think. You got to kind of constantly think. Got things rolling. Yeah, because we're, <laughs> yes. we're trying to keep it moving. we're trying to keep it moving. What our goal is is to talk about how this has evolved in our relationship. Yes, because. It started out. You even brought you brought it into the marriage, and you know, as as people uh, grow in a relationship, they are getting to know each other more and more and more. Yes. And of course, like we have shared, we had no idea that John was autistic when yeah, we yeah. got so married. None of this stuff was in our heads. We didn't know. Oh, I'm masking. I didn't know that. We didn't know what masking was. We didn't know what anything was. No, we didn't. And so Pretty naive to that, let's tell you. <laughs> and so uh, we've been uh, wading through the mud for for a long time. Uh, it did start to make uh, sense as we have gone on this journey together and have been learning about it. It's been able to be a good source of dialogue uh, to be able to talk about well. I guess, and we've talked about on previous uh, podcasts on neurodiverse marriage relationships, in the struggle for both of us to be who we are, and then when we learn who we are, and you had to really, and I'm sure it's been exhausting, but uh, learning to work at feeling safe. Yeah, that doesn't come normal. Oh, no. It doesn't come naturally at all. Oh, not at all. And it's it's work. Yes, it is. And we, through this journey we've been on, we've had to create, and we've talked about that, safe spaces for being open and honest and being able to talk. And, And I've shared that I had to let John be who he is. 
Yes. And he is he is someone who does like to do fun things and entertain and, and do that. But when you get into the nitty gritty of a relationship, you need a you need the person there, yes. not the character yeah. Yeah. Right, of right, you right. know, whoever <laughs> Yeah, you need the real you. The need the real, yes. And it still still comes up, there was a, um, and and I can see where, like the times in the hospital, when somebody would come in, and and that isn't a time to get into a deep personal relationship with somebody, it does lower the tension in the room if there's something difficult going on. And uh, you even did it... (laughs) We were at our oncologist appointment... And John imitates the Swedish chef from the Muppets. And we were going over the new chemo regime that John will be having. And we were talking about the medications. And then John went into... He said, I couldn't understand it. It's like... Like that. And I was just making fun of it. And the oncologist did laugh. And the oncologist (laughs) laughed for several minutes. (laughs) So, anyway, be that as it may. So, sometimes it's it's okay. It's not terrible. Yeah, it's a fun way to get your point across. And it breaks the tension. Sure. And it breaks the tension. I think where um, where it comes in in relationship is having to know when this isn't working, you need to shut it off. This is not appropriate. This is a serious conversation. Yes. Not a casual conversation. Right. So you need to stop before you even begin. Right, exactly. Because um, if you're in a serious conversation, then you need to be serious. Right. And if they accept it, they accept it. If they don't, they don't. Now, that's a hard thing. Yes. I won't argue about that. Right, right. It's something you simply have to, like you said, you have to turn it off. Right. Don't ever turn it on to start, which which is difficult if it's a default setting. Yeah. That it's like, oh, I'm feeling uncomfortable. You know, I need and, to. And, and in a real conversation, you can say that. Yes. You can say, I'm not real comfortable with this. Well, that helps the other person to understand, okay, I need to talk softer. I need to talk different. Right. I need to be more careful. Stuff like that, mm-hmm. but you don't need to baby me out of it because that only makes it worse. Uh, how how do you mean? Well, yeah, can you if, give you, me an if you go into baby talk and you start, you know, well, what do you think you want? You know, that kind <laughs> okay. of thing. That that's not going to fly. Uh, is, do, I, you, okay. you just got to be yourself and back off a little okay. bit, and then reapproach mm-hmm. and see if I get more comfortable. Because if I'm totally uncomfortable, I'm just not going to do anything. I'm going to shut down. Right, right, and, and that's know, not helpful. No, and that's <laughs> not, not helpful not ideal. at all. That's not even masking. That's doing nothing. Right, and right. so that's not helping you. Right, right. How have you had to make adjustments in other settings? I, let me give a, an example. We've been uh, going to visit family and uh, out of state, and lots of fun and doing fun things. But I noticed uh, the one one year we were there, and you all were playing pool yeah um you were continually talking in other voices you were doing one impersonation after another there was no john in there anywhere and i did say something to you the next time we had that situation is that you you don't need to do that you can be you yeah and and that was probing that was you were trying to poke you use one to see if you get a reaction from somebody, and you're just you when, can when find you a, say you, you're talking about yourself. Yes, okay, I was poking. Oh, okay, all right. To try to find some kind of 
response. Okay, like and, a, a laugh or a comfort or a yeah, middle something ground or that common was, ground. So because I was feeling uncomfortable. Okay. And I was trying to ease my own comfort and possibly theirs, mm -hmm. in my mind anyway, mm -hmm. and it wasn't working. Okay. But on the other hand, when you did have get with them the last time that we were there and you were being more you, how yes. did that feel? It felt easier. Did it? Yes. It's just easier to be yourself. And taking a look at the clock, it looks like we're running out of time. So we're, let's get to the update that we were going to give you. Um, this is an update as to where we've been in the last a little bit. We want to take a little a couple minutes to just uh, give a quick little update. Um, so yeah, we had some time off because John had to spend a little bit of time in the hospital. His counts were down and uh, he was having a pretty hard time with side effects. And we did get the news that the first, um, the first regime of chemo wasn't effective. And so we are trying we just started a second regime. Yeah, a different, a different one. Uh, different regime. And so we are, our hopes and prayers are that it will be... Uh, It'll be a little easier. Well, attacking little... the chemo and not just you. Or, yeah, I'm sorry, right. it, it, right. that it will be attacking the cancer and not just you. Yes, exactly. So, that would be very nice. And so... Like I said before, we'll try to be on as often as we can. Yes. Uh, no, you know, no sooner than two weeks apart. But well, we'll, we'll try. I mean, depending on how you feel, right. we, we, we do have to, John had a pretty rough go last month. So we're, you know, we're, we're at, we're at, and we're having a good, good day today. And so we're taking advantage of that. Yes, we're we grateful are. of yes, it. And we we're are. thankful for everyone's thoughts and prayers. We're also very grateful to all our listeners. We are thankful to have encouraging uh, emails and, yes. and letters and thank you for that we uh, invite you to rate and review the podcast we appreciate hearing stories any questions or thoughts you might have any anything any ways that this may has yeah. maybe helped you yeah and, and, the way, and the way to reach us is go to aspieland.org at gmail.com i'll give you that again aspieland.org at gmail.com. That'll get directly to us. And as a bonus, uh, we're going to have a part two because we only got through part of what we were going to talk about today. So this is part one. We'll start a part two in two weeks um, and uh, we'll finish up this conversation all about masking and the neurodiverse relationship. Uh, thanks for joining us. And we'll meet up again next time in Aspieland. Thanks for listening to the Aspieland podcast. If you like this podcast, pass the word. This podcast is for everyone, whether you have Asperger's syndrome or not. Because the more who listen, the better our opportunity to become more sensitive and compassionate, not only to those who have the disorder, but to all humankind as well. Thanks for visiting, and I hope you'll listen again.